Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. So we are talking today, the NBA playoffs. As you guys know, the second round starts today and we have Boston and Milwaukee as well as John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies against Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. I feel as though the Warriors are most likely going to win the series, um, possibly in like six games or so is kind of what I'm thinking. However, I'm kind of back and forth on the Milwaukee and Boston series. And it seems that a lot of people are split down the middle as well. I want to give Milwaukee the, hey, until you take out the champion, you're still the favorite. You're still the defending champion until, you know, a team knocks you out. However, Milwaukee has kind of shown at times that they've been vulnerable this season as well as certain injuries and things of that on their team. So I feel like Boston can, you know, has the possibility of beating them. So we'll have to continue to see what takes place. I feel like this first game is really going to kind of set the tone and, you know, really kind of give us some insight into how this series is going to go. But I feel way more confident about the Warriors winning their series. I know there's a lot of John Morant fans and they definitely want to see the upset, but I feel like Golden State sees a window possibly, um, depending on the health of the Suns and everything else, because they had to just go, um, you know, six games with, um, you know, in their series. So I think they're seeing, hey, we have a shot at this title this year with everything that's taking place. So I expect them to take care of business and hopefully try to get this series over in like five or six games. So there's that. Um, but I wanted to speak on the Kyrie Irving drama and Stephen A. Smith had also left some comments because there was a lot that took place, you guys. Um, you know, Kyrie Irving was calling out the media and Stephen A. Smith is calling him out saying you didn't have a problem playing with, didn't you have a problem with playing with LeBron in Cleveland? And it was just hilarious, you guys. He literally dedicated like a whole, you know, a whole time, you know, frame to just address all of these, you know, Kyrie tweets and everything else because Kyrie was saying, when I see my name on my brothers and sisters' names getting spun through the media, I refer to all my research about who they are. Their job is to control public perception, all while profiting off of discussing, discrediting, and disrespecting people's lives for entertainment. And, you know, Stephen A had pointed out basically the, you know, Let's get away from the media. Didn't you have a problem with LeBron in Cleveland? Didn't you go to Boston and openly admit that you did LeBron wrong because of the lack of leadership that you exhibited? Didn't you then proceed to point out how your leadership was flagrantly lacking when it came to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? And he was listening like so many of Irving's indiscretions and everything else. Um, and And here's the thing, you know, I don't understand ultimately, as we saw the demise of the Nets this year, is why Kevin Durant never called LeBron James prior to agreeing to team up with Kyrie Irving on the Brooklyn Nets. I feel like that would have saved him some time in terms of getting some perspective on how Kyrie Irving is as a teammate and how he is as a player separate from the friendship that Kevin Durant and Kyrie have, right? Because it's easy to get closer and bond when you're having issues, you know, with other people and this and that. But 
I just don't understand why Kevin Durant never made that call. And were you that upset that people came for you for going to Golden State that you ran to Brooklyn and went to a worse situation that we are, you know, still not seeing any results? Like, I just don't understand moving forward, like, what the end game is. Like, and then you guys gave up all your assets. You gave up all your assets, all your pieces who are thriving on other teams. Then you do the James Harden trade um, to get him, you know, on Brooklyn. But then with everything going on with Kyrie not getting vaccinated and missing several games and not being eligible to play, James Harden said, skip it, like, trade me. It's either me or Kyrie, and Kevin Durant chose Kyrie. So I don't think publicly Kevin Durant is ever going to say anything in terms of dragging Kyrie or calling him out, but I just didn't understand why he hasn't, you know, paid attention to the fallout of what happened in Cleveland with LeBron, the fallout with what happened in Boston why Kevin Durant thought that things would be different for him just because they were friends. And it actually gives LeBron even more kudos for being able to get the productivity and get the championship with Kyrie Irving in 2016 in the midst of all the madness. And now we see why LeBron wanted Kyrie traded, right? Because remember, that was the issue. Um, they wanted to trade Kyrie after the NBA finals originally and, um, but it didn't happen. They ended up running it back or what have you, but, um, but yeah, so it's just, it's wild. You guys, it is absolutely wild, but, um, I don't know. I just, I don't know where the Nets go from here. Cause I think, you know, Kyrie, obviously I don't see where he's going to get a big time contract again. No team is going to trust him because anytime he has, you know, an issue or something that he feels passionate and personal about, he's not going to show up. Whether it's, you know, political or something going on in society or going on in his personal life, he's going to take his own sabbatical when he feels like it, regardless of what's happening on the team. And when there was championship expectations for the Nets and for them to fold the way that they did for them to go out like this, they should have been a much higher seed. But, you know, the fact that they went out like this against the Celtics was embarrassing because the Celtics for a better part of the year was not even producing. And there was even rumors again about splitting up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because they were not living up to expectations. So the fact that they were able to turn it around and you guys continue to nosedive and there's still no guarantee that even next season that you're going to even be a championship contender because who's going to want to come to Brooklyn after the disaster this was this season? And how many veterans who still want to win a ring that join this team in hopes that this would be their year only for Kyrie to be MIA for most of it? So there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot of decisions to make this offseason on what the Nets are going to do to try to improve. And if, you know, Kevin Durant is going to have a sit down with Kyrie to really iron out like, hey, I need you locked in or I'm out of here because this is not, you know, what I signed up for. And if it was going to be all of this foolishness, I would have just stayed at Golden State, which is what 
Kevin Durant should have did anyways. Um, but because you already made the decision to leave, right? You already made the decision to go to a team that had just beat you to win a title. So I didn't understand, like, seriously, some petty beef with Draymond Green has you that upset that you're willing to, you know, go out to the nets and not produce anything? No, 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 no. Something else is going on there. Something else is definitely going on there. But um, he might as well should have stayed if this was going to be what this came to. And I think what it is, is I think he was listening to a lot of the media discussing the fact that, you know, he hasn't won a ring without, you know, Clay and Steph. And that he has to be like a LeBron and win, you know, a title on his own with his own right, with his own team, where he's the face of it and not already adding on to a team that already has champions, that already has all stars on it, that already know how to win. So I think that's his own personal challenge now that he is trying to prove to people that, hey, I can win a title and put the team on my back and be the star player and not having to team up with an established championship team that I can build my own. But the problem is where we are at now, this era of super teams is really fading because the problem is with the salary cap, you can't get away with anymore with what LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh did in Miami, which was, um, you know, all have max deals and then have all these other players sign for, you know, minimum contracts and everything else and make it work. And you're also talking about, you know, players that were in their prime at that point um, that were winning multiple titles. So there was that. But um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think this is going to be a very entertaining offseason, if nothing else. So we'll have to stay tuned. But I'm excited for the second round of the playoffs to start. I think we're going to get a lot more um, interesting games and a lot more competitive games and this and that. So I'm excited. But let me know what you guys think. Uh, let me know what you guys think about the second round of the playoffs. What do you guys think about Kyrie's comments calling out the media? The same media that was actually calling him, you know, the greatest point guard ever and that he was better than all of these top 10, 15 NBA players. And now they're all eating crow and now they're all dragging Kyrie. So let me know what you guys think. And I will talk to you guys again very soon.